Hello, welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, and we're doing revisiting past past podcasts. I can't say those two P's together <laughs> um, that you guys have really enjoyed as we take a bit of a break for the summer. Yeah, and this week we are going to talk about what we have learned from the UK culture. And with this podcast, I remember we talked a lot about yeah, the just the different things that we've learned since we've moved here. Like again, we've lived here for almost now seven years now, and we've learned a lot. Yes, FYI, if you're new, we moved from the US to the UK. Oh yeah, <laughs> specifically London seven years ago, and so this tells I you. I hope they can tell by the accents. But well, maybe. Well, yes, that we're from the state. Yeah, but they don't know where we live. Possibly, <laughs> if you're new here, so <laughs> this is yeah all about what we continue to learn from the UK culture. Yeah, definitely. We hope that you enjoy the listen. Welcome to the Laurent Collective Podcast, where we go deeper than just surface talk. Each week, we'll explore everything from family, business, creativity, culture, and faith. To make sure not to miss an episode, be sure to subscribe and hop on to Instagram at Laurent Collective to chat with us about this episode. Hello. Hello, hello. We are back. It's just us. No kids this time. No kids. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We'll have um, them back again. One of them, all of them, sometime. We'll have them all back again. But today, um, we have just, yeah, we've been in a bit of a reflection time. We've lived here in London, England for almost six years now. Yeah, just a um, couple months away. Yeah, and there are certain things, obviously, for us to be here for six years, there are certain things that we obviously really, really love about the culture here. And um, we thought we'd share those with you of things we have learned from living um, in the UK and probably in general and like a, a European country in general yeah. um, of things that we um, have, yeah, have really taken into our lives and have changed them. In well, ways. I think in some ways, probably some of it is probably unexpected. I think in some mm. ways, especially when you, you know, you think about moving to another country that speaks English as their main language. It's probably not going to be that much different in some it's ways. It's not the same English. We have already well, talked about not. that before. It's obviously not the same <laughs> English, but yeah, for the most part, most things mean the same thing um, for the most part. Um, but anyways, but I think, yeah, I think when you think about that, like culturally, it probably isn't going to be much different and all that kind of you stuff. You think that. Yeah, yeah, you think that, right? Like you think that that would be the case. But um, yeah, I... I would think probably certain things we probably would have thought that way, but others we were probably expect like we knew things were going to be different. Um, and so, yeah, I thought, you know, like, like my said, we're just kind of in this unique fun time of reflection um, and just can't believe it's already been six years. It's just gone so fast. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff that we want to talk to you about, like we've really enjoyed kind of digging into and, and kind yeah, and of I, making kind of our own and mm -hmm. you know it's been really cool yeah i would say before we get started too we'll direct like we have done a couple podcasts that are like funny things that are about the cultural yeah, differences between definitely. the u.s and the uk um and so i wrote down that is in if you want to go back and listen to those episode three and episode 22 and both of those we talk about just like funny things that we have found very funny about mm -hmm. like Again, it's not that we say, like, we do the UK and the US speak the same language, like, kind of thing. Um, and so those are, like, funny stuff. But this is a bit more of, like, 
parts that are like deep ingrained within the culture that like we have just really noticed and taken in. It's taken us time to adjust a couple of them. Um, yeah. It's still uh-huh. adjusting. I should say we're not there yet. Um, but that is kind of what we talk about now. So one of them um, that we thought we would chat about is just like time is different here. Mm. Um, yeah. And I would say, you know, I'll be on real, like we haven't traveled that much in other European countries since we've been here. Um, just all kinds of different reasons for that. Well, COVID one thing, but, (laughs) but even before that, we've only traveled a little bit in the other countries, but. Well, and I think with, I would say too, when we first moved here, we really wanted to kind of get immersed into culture in London, the culture of London and the area that we lived in and all that kind of stuff. That was like our main focus. We didn't feel like we should come to London move here and then travel everywhere else yeah like, and that just wasn't as we really were like kind of our thought so. yeah and just as we were like oh we should start traveling COVID happened yeah, <laughs> so exactly. but the the idea that time is different here like um it, meals are just longer like when you have a meal and with when you somebody, have them yeah when when yeah. you have them yourselves and in general like when you have them with other people and stuff it is, you know, in the United States, um, and I don't, uh, we, I should say, we're not saying this is a blanket statement for everyone in the United States and all right. of American Definitely. culture. However, um, this is just our experience. And so I would say, you know, because I know depending on what culture you're from and stuff in the U.S., like these can look different in your communities that you live within. Um, mm. These are our personal experiences. So we'll say yeah. that as we're talking about all this. Yeah, but um, in general, meals are longer, meaning that like even whether you go to somebody's house, you host them here or you go out to eat, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. You're committing yourself to like four hours, three mm, hours, three, three, three. Uh, four hours, four is like half a day. It. Yeah, so that's, that's true. That long, three but. hours feels like, like, yeah. you know, where I feel, you know, what I remember from living in the States is we went out to dinner with somebody. And it was like, we were in and out an hour yeah. where here it's you, you linger at the table to the point where you have to like hunt down the person serving you to actually pay your bill. Mm-hmm. Um, cause they're not rushing you out. There's occasionally if you were, I guess we don't necessarily eat at these places. If you were at a super high demand restaurant, maybe they would say like, we need you to leave by this time, but we've never had that experience. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And, and everyone eats slower, so it's slower you just take i think your the time. meals yeah i think the meals are broken up in a different way a little bit maybe in some ways um and again there i i think what you said when i like just like things have when you're eating with somebody when you're sharing a meal with somebody there's no rush mm-hmm. if that makes any sense there's no rush of like we need at least you know when you're going out uh at least from what i've experienced and what we've experienced the server's not trying to rush you out so that they can bring another person in to like sit at that table. No, Does they'll keep coming sense? back and saying like, do you want yeah, another drink you, and yeah. stuff like that? Yeah. Um, and so I think at least I've never noticed that. So um, that might be the case in some restaurants here, but the places that we've gone to, I have never really noticed that. It's more of like they're trying to, you know, engage you to stay longer to continue to build community in that space. I think, again, thinking about when we first moved here and going to a pub or whatever, like just the idea that the pub was always an extension of your home, um, where that's the place that you would meet up with people and spend time with people. And, and a lot of times that is for hours, you know, and it's, and again, it's not like going to a, a pub or a bar or whatever. Um, and well, bar is something different. A yeah, pub is like a, a pub, meal you know, and- going to a pub and, and feeling like you've got to like, you know, 
drink a lot and like all this kind of stuff like it's it's more of like a you know again it's it feels like you're it when you go out to eat it feels like you're sitting at someone else in someone else's house and you're just sitting there having a meal and it's like it's very casual it's very like intimate it's very um it's just slower yeah, and yeah, I, I I don't know how to. I think that's it's it's really hard to it's describe. It's hard to describe. I, I great description I can think of. And this was before we moved here, so we had traveled here many years ago and traveled here, and then um, we also went to Paris. And I remember when we were in Paris. I don't know if you remember this. We were out to dinner one night, and like we had gotten our food, we had eaten, and we were ready and done. And like there was a couple that was next to us. And they had, like, they were still on, like, their starters and their drinks just chatting. And I think it was, like, and we were realizing, whoa, we really kind of just rushed through this. And they were just slowly eating their food and enjoying Mm -hmm. it and stuff. And, you know, um, often, you know, whether we have people here or, you know, we go to someone else's house and stuff like that. Like, the idea is generally, like, enjoy this moment with people. Really enjoy the food, uh, Mm -hmm. but also enjoy the moment, too. Yeah. So a- another thing with time, it's not always just with meals, but it's also mm-hmm. the idea of like long walks. So, um, mm-hmm. I mean, we've, first we've talked a little bit about we've this talked a little well. about this before. I mean, obviously we live in London, so we're walking a lot more. But more of what we're talking about is like you just go on a walk to go on a walk, um, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, we, it's called like the great British walk is often you'll hear that phrase and Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. Um, and something we did talk about one of the past episodes is like, first of all, there's infrastructure that is set up to make this something that is easier to do and possible. And so like you walk, there are paths, um, that you walk through, like say there's a field with cows, like there's a path through that field with a gate and you're supposed, you're required to make sure you shut the gate so the cows don't get out or the sheep or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but you can walk through that path to get to the other side and go to that gate to get to the pathway that's going through the countryside there and that kind of thing. That is not a thing in the United States. I've, I, maybe there is some place that it's like that, but I've never experienced that because it's like, this is my land, this is private property. You don't come yeah. near this kind of thing. But here it's like, in the properties you have the right to walk through and there's a path that you're yeah, supposed to be on you're supposed to stay on the path like, and there's stuff. normally that are paths that are like marked and all that kind of stuff but yeah exactly. you still can do that but the so. whole you know it, it comes down even to like on christmas day you eat a big meal and then you go on a long walk like that's like the christmas day walk and so and you even experience it here in london like you know um pre you know during covid and or pre-covid and stuff like that and even more this year as well like you go out on a walk on the river and like everyone's out having a walk on christmas day and and things like that so it's just the idea of having a long like walk not necessarily i feel like when i think of going on a walk in the united states it's like exercise driven and maybe there's a little bit of that here but it's more like you're just going on a walk to observe Mm-hmm. To have a chat with somebody, to have a quiet moment mm-hmm. with yourself, yeah, to be in to nature. Kind of, yeah. Like, it's just, just to kind of very be. different. Yeah, just and be. it's not like, go, like, I feel like in the States, be like, let's go on a hike. Like, people do that here too, yeah, but it's like more of like just that like daily walk idea yeah. of, of going on. I mean, a walk. to be so a great example, like, since we've moved here, like, now that it's again, we've been here almost six years, like, you know, if there's a day that we haven't done some sort of walk or something that's I mean, Lauren, we were like walking that, two to three miles a day. Yeah, I mean, I think we kind of feel off. And that's because we, we live that. in the city and stuff, yeah. too. Um, but also, I feel like, you're right. If we haven't for some reason, now that we live, we've moved and we live a little bit closer to our kids' schools and stuff, there are sometimes days yeah. that one of us will be like, I just need to go on a walk because I haven't mm-hmm. walked that much today and that kind of thing. And so, yeah, it's, it's again... 
Um, well, I can even see that with our kids. So like Zane goes on walks. He yeah. goes on walks. Like he will just you know not so much during the week, but mostly on the weekends. And you know he'll get to a point where he goes, you know, I, I just I'm gonna go for a walk. I'll be I'll be back in like 20 or 30 minutes. Yeah, okay. and he just goes and he walks in the river. Like, or he goes there's a cemetery nearby, and yeah. that sounds weird to go walking in a cemetery, but they're really historic and like pretty and stuff. And so he'll go walk there. Yeah. And, you know, whenever we talked to him, I was like, oh, I just needed to clear my mind and stuff like that. And, like, I love that he's picked up on that part of culture of, like, mm-hmm. stop what you're doing, step away, like, go do yeah. this. And so, so yeah, the, that to me, that means time is viewed differently of that. Like, that is an important thing. It's an right. important thing to, like, walk away from it. And, yes, we live in London. And, yes, it's busy. Matt, I was in Soho last night, and I was frustrated <laughs> There were so many people everywhere and people were rushing to get places and things like that. But like also people do yeah. this too. Um, and I think another thing too um, is just your work hours are different as well. Now, again, I'm, yeah, I'm mean, maybe I'm saying this for a certain category of people. So if you are somebody that works in like an office type of setting um, where in the United States, I would often get to work at 730 in the morning. And when I tell people that here, they're like, what? Like, I don't even get up by that time because generally most work starts at nine or nine 30 here. Um, that is completely different. Of course, if you're in like a restaurant, uh, you know, or something like that, yeah, where you've got to def- be there at yeah. five 30 AM or you are a delivery driver. I mean, so I realize I'm kind of really speaking here to a very small certain type niche of, of people, yeah. um, certain type of professional, but in, but that is kind of like a little bit of a different thing of like, you don't have, you're not supposed to be there super early. Now you do work then that means, you know, you work till like you six or something, later, yeah. which means then meal times are all like pushed back as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, lunch is more like one instead of noon. Um, and then dinner, I mean, well, dinner's a whole other thing because it gets confusing if a lot of people feed their kids and then eat separately later yeah. at like eight. I cannot hold out till eight. <laughs> if we do that, I've got to have a significant mm-hmm. snack. But between. we've definitely gotten on the board where we don't eat until one. Yeah, we don't eat lunch till one. Or one so. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, it's just time is different when it comes to work yeah. and stuff. And I think overall what we yeah. are saying in this like time is different is just like... Um, it feels, I know this is a really blanket statement to make, but it feels as if people uh, just go at a slower pace. Again, I'm saying that, and I just gave the example of living in London, and there is, you get caught up in the fast pace of things, but there's just a little bit more of like, whoa, we're going too fast here. Let's calm down. Like, let's have a moment. Let's go on a walk. Let's just have a quiet, let's have a meal and that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, it's just that that feeling yeah, is the, in the culture. I think the idea of time, you know, at least from what we've experienced. Again, this is what we've experienced coming from suburban America. Um, that you know, yeah, coming here, we have learned how to take moments in better, mm-hmm. and and to be present and to and to be able to slow down a little bit more than. Uh, rush to this thing to that thing to this thing to that thing so. and there's definitely i think part of it comes down to that whole whatever the american dream is and stuff like that of like work hard work 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 um there are certainly people from different cultures and stuff like that that have that here but there's a general like your life's not meant but meant to be all about work all the time mm-hmm. and that kind of thing um and so yeah there is that and i think it's cool especially living in london because there's all these cultures meshing together and a lot of cultures have a similar thing of that you know like 
um, of just like coming together and showing up at your house and having long meals and you're supposed to have lunch and dinner ready like for people mm-hmm. if they show yeah. up and stuff like so that if we're also experiencing in London even more of a uniqueness of like all these cultures together and meshing together or couples that are from two different cultures that mm-hmm. then they've meshed their you know cultures together and that kind of thing um, I think related to time but also separate in a way is the idea of like taking holidays or vacations mm-hmm. um, and having time off from work and like even no, you know no matter where you are on the spectrum of like what kind of worker you are and stuff like that like there's like law requirements and stuff for how much time you should get off and I can't I, I think it's like 22 days or something or 23 days it's somewhere around there it's in the 20s of days that you're supposed to have off yeah. and when I say that I mean per year per year um and so um this and the idea is like whether you're taking that time to go and go someplace which most people take that very seriously if we're Mm -hmm. say we're staying in london when there's like a kid's break from school people are like why would you do that yeah (laughs) you should at least go to the sea or something like that really becomes kind of a ghost town it does and that's just because of the area we live in for sure yeah for sure yeah um but i think more of it is like it's just the importance again of taking time off Mm -hmm. and stopping and they take it seriously so like if you are on holiday you're not supposed to be responding to emails and Mm -hmm. texts from work and stuff like that like it is and um i know i think they were trying to pass they haven't passed a law but there's other places in europe and so i wouldn't be surprised if we eventually get into this as well um, where they've literally passed laws that even on the weekends, like their your work is not allowed to reach out to you. Again, that would depend if you're working on the weekend yeah, and stuff. That was even in just the show that we were, you were watching. What show? Was that in Emily in Paris? Oh, in my oh yeah. Where they talk about in France? <laughs> Horrible show. You should not watch it. But I got sucked into it. That they talk about not checking emails. <laughs> yes, yeah, not you shouldn't be working on the weekend yeah. and stuff. So that is just part of the culture and the idea of um, yeah of having the time off. This has been a huge adjustment for us because we're used to what is it? The standard 10 days. (coughs) And so for several years, we are now on that holiday schedule too. And for several years, it'd be like Pat would have like 15, if not more days left because 20 days at the end of the year because he's not used to taking that many days off. And so sometimes it feels like, oh gosh, we need to take another time. We need to take more time off and stuff. And so it is, and it's, it's very normal. Like we've shared with you guys recently, like we, for the first time in our lives, took off two weeks straight. That's totally normal. Um, that's totally like, oh yeah, you would do that. You want a good chunk of time to take off straight and stuff. So again, I think it goes back to the time thing, but it also is that like, yeah, the, it's the slowness. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's crazy to think that not too recently, you know, at what age we're at, that was the first time we had taken two weeks off. I think people would think that's crazy. I know. So. It's, it's Well, people here do think it's crazy. Yeah. And I think, again, all these things are kind of tying into each other. But another thing would be just uh, we have a different appreciation for food here now. Um, we were, you know, we had definitely, I wouldn't call us foodies by any means. But no. we enjoy food and stuff like that and trying new things and new dishes and ethnic foods and stuff like that. Um, but I think when you live in Europe, it's more about the idea of like, first it's like the quality of the food. And I'm not saying like, it's like upscale, that kind of thing, but like even stuff that you can get, that is what some people, you know, to go in and grab, um, 
I don't know, a sandwich at lunch or something like that, like a pre-made sandwich at lunch. Like all those have been made that morning and stuff. We were having, I was having this conversation with people the other night that they were talking about like, oh, you, there's some great like petrol stations, like gas stations. You can, you can get some really good sandwiches. And I was like, ew, like the ones in the United States have been sitting there for like six weeks or something. It feels like, and they're gross and stuff like that, but legit. You can go grab easy, healthy food here. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you go into any grocery store, most of them will have a section that is, like, all, like, it, pre-made sandwiches or pre-made salads to pre-made, like, poke bowls and, like, all these different things with rice and all this stuff. And, like, it's just easier to grab yeah. something I mean, they definitely healthy. have different food restrictions and things like that here as well. So that's, you know, just different. Some it's of that some, changes just, things, yeah. Which changes, you know, how they can serve food and how what they do with it and stuff like that. So, again, it's just... There's a lot of that difference that we've started to appreciate more. And, and again, I think when we, you know, obviously living in London with all the different cultures, you know, the gateway city, this gateway city with so many different cultures here and so many different styles of food here, we have, again, like when I said, we have an access to such a wide range of, of what it, you know, what food can be (laughs) and, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, one of our favorite things to do during some of the kids' breaks is usually to find some new, you know, restaurant or different thing that, you know, we can try something new with them and and see, you know, if they like it or not. And I mean, yeah, we've waited in lines at little like Korean street yeah, food, street food and places like that, and things yeah. like that, that like, you know, we hear a buzz about or whatever, just just to see if we can give it a go. And so I think that's something that I think I'm really thankful for that, that we're doing more as a family and, you know, our kids are, you know, again, our kids have like curry at lunch. I mean, that's not something, I don't even think that word ever came to my school (laughs) (laughs) growing up. So, but I just think, you know, they sadly do not have tacos at lunch though. So that's, so I think it's just, it's just funny to, to see kind of the, the staples and things that our kids are growing up with that are just normal well, um, and not only the staples and stuff too, but the size, like the portion, mm, portion size, sizes um, is just so different. Um, and so if you, if you've ever traveled to Europe, you'll experience that no matter what European country you're in, but like the plates are smaller, the portions are smaller. Like when we went and when every time we've been back to the United States, like Pat and I often share a meal because the portions are so big, but yeah. we can't finish them and stuff. And so there's even just that too. Even and that's what's so interesting. Even though your plates and your portions are smaller, those meals go longer than they do in the United States. So there's even like again, there's so much overlap with that. Um, with it. Um, so yeah, like it just a, and and oh, I mean, this is something we really appreciate about the culture here is the cheese. Yes, <laughs> the cheese is cheese. so good here. <laughs> And it's accessible too. It's so. pretty cheap. I mean, not yeah. cheap. Well, but you can totally get expensive cheese. Yeah. We were someplace recently that it was going to be. I was like, oh, let's get some nice cheese at this place for like a night in and that kind of thing. And I'm not unwilling to spend 40 pounds on a block of cheese. That's ridiculous. But you can generally get yeah. good cheese for at a good price. Yeah, um, and I think too. I think with that appreciating food, you know, with that, and it kind of goes back to the time thing and meals and stuff. But just, you know relationships that are built over food and it again it could be simple as just a cheese board with like some bread and things like that but that can last like an afternoon in the mm-hmm. park with somebody and like yeah and like you parks. know things like that i think is just yeah um something that i i i i honestly can't remember a time where we said hey let's meet at a park and have wine and cheese 
Well, unless the American part or U.S. Parks, park, you can't take one park in and anyways. Now, but. again, that could be happening in like, you know, the Chicago's and the New York cities. And yeah. Some of the bigger cities like in San Francisco and things like that, that. But we, where we live, again, our experience moving here and the things that we've learned is just, yeah, that uh, it's just fun. Like, yeah. And I, I think that's it. when the weather gets nice. It's like yeah. you go out and you lay a blanket down in a park someplace and you meet people there. And I mean, that does turn into like a five hour affair yeah. often. It's like, oh, totally. oh, let's do this. And then let's a bunch of people. Let's go run and grab some tea or people bring thermoses and they have mm. it. Or I'm going to take like a nap that. When or you people. Read a book yeah. And... People are like, I mean, you're in that group setting and somebody like and kids are running around because there's, you know more for them to do and somebody might read a book or somebody might take a short nap and you're just hanging out all day long with one another. And that's again, um, yeah, I really like that too. Um, I think the last thing we would say too, um, and this is just like an infrastructure thing that's different about the culture that we are thankful for is just the accessibility to things. And so when we say that, we mean like basically like public transport, like trains and buses. Just being able to get around. Is, and obviously is we are living in London and I know that's yeah, one course. thing, but yeah. even to get to other places, buses are not always coaches and stuff like that. Sometimes those are more difficult. Like when we were in Wales, they only come, you know, every 40 minutes or something, but still they come every 40 minutes mm. in a place and that that's... we were staying that was fairly remote. Yeah, exactly. And so yeah. even that, there was a bus stop right where we were staying. Um, and so there's still a way for people to get around. And I, I think I appreciate it. On so many levels of like, you don't have to have a car. I mean, yes, there are points, especially if you live outside of London more in the suburbs and stuff like that, that would be very helpful. But like even where we were from the suburbs, like they had a bus for a while that you could take because we commuted to the downtown area. And they had a bus for a while that you could take from the suburbs to that. And then they just stopped it. And, like, you loved it taking it because mm-hmm. it meant you didn't have to drive and stuff like that. But it's things like that where it just feels like it, it makes it a bit easier for people to get to places. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always enjoyable. I hate being on the tube when it's rammed. But, like, mm-hmm. we visited friends a couple weekends ago that live, like, two hours away. And, like, it was nice. We brought snacks. Everybody had books. Well, I think, again, it we goes back the train, to that, you know. that time is different thing where... You know, we jumped on a train to go see some friends and at the same time we were able to kind of like, you know, for an hour and a half we sat on a train, played card games, games, read books together, like had fun conversations. Obviously, it's not always going to be like perfect and well, we have kids, so, you know, yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I think again, it's, you know, you instead of, you know, being in the car and potentially, you know, the kids are, you know, watching screens and, uh, you know, reading books or whatever and you know there's two separate locations if we were driving or whatever you know there there is some like oh i wish we would been would would be able to do that that would be a little bit less expensive but at the same time like i really appreciate being able to just sit and spend time with my kids even in that moment even as we're traveling and doing something like that there's just something fun about that so um and, yeah. and I mean, there's also just the idea, too, that because you're in Europe, it's super easy. to You can take a train to France. You can take a train. Mm. I mean, you can take a train all over Europe. But you can also then, if you wanted to, you can fly to places super cheap. I mean, mm. like, when I say like this, like, cheap. we went to Italy for 30 pounds, which is, like, $40 and stuff like That's that. Okay. Like, uh, yeah. And so that, like, that gives you, you can't get to California from Indiana for that price or Florida even. And so... Mm-hmm. It's just, in general, cheaper um, and that kind of thing. And so, yeah, these are just 
I, these are like everything from like looking at the time to holidays and food to, you know, trains and all that. It's just stuff that we've really learned to love about the culture here mm-hmm. um, and really appreciate and are super thankful for too. And we're constantly learning. Like we said, like we still are the Americans that eat too fast. I feel like. Yeah, we still eat too <laughs> we're fast. We're still the Americans Definitely. that are like, oh my gosh, at the end of the year, like we have 10 days left we need to take mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So we're still learning, but it's just stuff we appreciate and we're just... I mean, a lot of the stuff is we've really taken into our lives and it's made a huge difference and it's making a huge difference for our kids too. Yeah. And again, I think like we said from the very beginning, these are our experiences. These are the things that we're learning. You know, it it doesn't mean that some of this stuff doesn't happen in the States or in certain areas of the country. Um, But it's just for us, these are the things that are really making an impact Mm -hmm. in our family and in in us personally and things like that. And um, yeah, and we just, yeah, you know, hopefully... You can hear some of this and maybe... Come visit us. Yeah, either come (laughs) visit us. Yeah. Oh, we would love to have visitors again this time. But we'd love to hear from you guys. Like if you've traveled, it doesn't even have to be to Europe, other places. We'd love to hear what you've learned from other cultures that you want to take into your life and that kind of thing um, because we love hearing about that too. So drop us a note and we will talk to you next time. See ya. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of the Laurent Collective Podcast. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and leave a review, which helps others find our podcast. Continue the conversation with us over on Instagram at Laurent Collective. We look forward to going deeper than just surface talk with you again next week.